Ladies and gentlemen, we didn't think it would ever happen. No. This guy was, we thought maybe it was, was, was maybe somebody that we created in our own imaginations, almost. He is such a comedic angel, you could say, Leo. Yes. That we thought maybe there was a chance he didn't belong to Earth. Correct. Also because he, not only did he do something outside of our realm, he did, he did a prank that then we heard led him to jail time. Well, let's back up a little bit because yeah. it's been so long since Marty McFly has been in our lives that I think yep. there's probably a lot of fans who have no idea who he is. Correct. And just really briefly for them, Marty McFly, when did you come into the picture? I want to say it was fall or winter of 2020. Does that sound about right? I'm about right. I think it was like 2019. We were starting to like push pretty hard. And then we ended up kind of messaging and then kind of like, yeah, we kind of inspired some ideas and then I created yeah. up something. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. <laughs> he looks like a, so there's now all these blog posts about how the alt-right is obsessed with fitness. He looks like the thumbnail clickbait of an alt-right is obsessed with fitness article. Were you at the trucker protest? Yeah, look at him, dude. He's huge. He's now. put on a ton of weight. But muscle, muscle. Yeah, Marty, you look good. But Marty, in the fall or the winter of 2020, I think. Correct. I, I get an email. I almost never answer my email emails, but I have this email, and it is clearly a form email that he sent out to any YouTuber mm-hmm. with over like 13 subscribers. Yes. And I start reading through this thing. And at first, it's kind of standard. There's a generic complimentary thing like, oh, excuse me, Mr. Insert name, Daniel Mullen. Mm-hmm. I really like your YouTube channel. It's so funny, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he starts getting down lower. And it's like, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind, you know, for the boys, maybe sharing some of my content, which is one thing. But where I really blew a gasket is when I got down to the point where at the bottom of the email, he asked me to share his Patreon. Correct, yeah. His Patreon. Right. As if me sharing some Canadian sheepfuckers Patreon Mm -hmm. when nobody knows what his free content is, is going to move the needle at all. So at that point, I'm so angry that I decided we're going to call this guy on the podcast. Correct. We get him on the phone, though. And I mean, you could only speak to this guy for a minute or so before he wins you over. It's true. How could he stay mad at this guy? Marty, say something to us. Well, I don't know much what else to say, but like I hear it's Fez's birthday. Um, I fairly learned something fairly fucking new too. Um, hey Fez, uh, ladies and gents, I just wanted to say, do not leave your fucking silicone sex toys in a hot environment. This fucking shit. Oh, there it is, dude. That's That's the. (laughs) That okay? We're gonna have to blur that out, of course. But oh my, it's on, boys and girls. Oh my god. So Marty McFly, if you're watching, (laughs) Mm -hmm. just exposed himself, and he had. I'd say a 13 or 14 inch dildo. Yeah, he's got a 14 inch. Uh, I guess what would you you would call that a strap on? You're right, Leo. Yeah, yeah. strap on that you could insert into someone. That's scary that that ever goes into someone's asshole, but that does. It's it's flesh colored, which is a little more tasteful. I mean, yeah. I feel like you or I would have gone black, Leo. Yeah, we would have gone black. Absolutely. Also, I'm not. If you're watching Marty McFly, you might notice that his voice is very incongruent with his appearance. Yeah. He looks like a meth head who drives a truck for a living. And you really expect, oh, yeah, that Joe Biden down there. I don't even, because he's up in Canada. Yeah. I don't even look south anymore because I don't even want to see those homos down there in America. Like, yeah. But then you hear him. He's like, oh, boys, I've got a gift for Fez here. Yeah, like, dude, I love his, I, lo- I love that, that twang, <laughs> that Canadian twang you got going. 
you wherever you live and we're not done telling your backstory but right. i mean you live in the mississippi of canada right pretty close like uh like it's alberta right so it's like here you got like bc alberta and then saskatchewan right so i'm like mid between oh i get it now i get the geography yeah, yeah. based on that we're that in the just middle did. dude <laughs> sure <laughs> Italian Leo, fuck, you just got to use your hands for everything, I guess, fuck. Uh, yeah, he's Marti- Martino is his real name, Marty McFly, you know, he's an Italian bastard. So Martino, I'm going to go with Marty McFly. Yeah. He, we call him on the podcast, we call him a couple more times, he, we love him. Yes. I, I forget exactly how a few of those pods went, they're worth looking up, yeah. but eventually we started getting him to do stunts for us. For us, right. And, and then- the first couple, Leo, were a little disappointing. Yes. If, if you remember, yeah. there was one where he, he uploaded a video for the boys and it was basically he just jumped onto the hood of some <laughs> old out of commission car yeah. on his property and chugged a beer. Yeah. And we said, uh, you know, Marty McFly, that would have been awesome if we were in middle school. Correct. As it stands now, though, I, I'm never going to talk to you again mm. unless you up the ante. And he upped the ante, all right. I guess, I mean, I, I'm going to describe the prank the way it was described kind of in the, in the paper. And, you know, and the authorities described it. But sure, because we don't want to editorialize here. No, yeah. So basically, Marty McFly ends up going into a church while there's a baptism going. Was it a baptism, Marty? Oh, yeah. Marty, it was a baptism, correct? Okay, correction. Well, there was a baptism, right? But, like, by the time the prank actually happened, like, the front four row was kind of just got up and left, like, from all the swears and belligerentness. They weren't having it, right? So there was pretty much no kids. But, yeah, there was a baptism. We did kind of wait till the end. But, yeah, I guess. There was a baptism. All right. Well, a child was uh, given over to God, and Marty was given over to the authorities. Continue. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So then he decided that... uh, he was going to whip that dildo out. Is it the same dildo, Marty? It's it is. One. No. Yes, it's legendary, bro. I didn't throw it out or get rid of it. What the fuck wow. was I going to do with it, bro? It's true. <laughs> I'm surprised the, the whatever they call the police up there didn't beat you with it. Dude. <laughs> I <was fucking> it. <laughs> the so, Mounties. I'm surprised a Mountie didn't teach him some discipline. Seriously, I'm surprised you didn't get your ass beat, but... Marty then goes up to the front of this church and he he has a speech where he included all of our names, Danny, Leo Dottavio, Danny Mullen, Austin Slosher. I think Dino's name was in there. Mm-hmm. There might have been somebody else's name in there, but either way, he had his dildo out of his pants and he he said all of a lot of derogatory things plus all of our names and then he was charged with a hate, with a hate crime. Sure, and we never ever heard of him again until a week ago, where until Marty was in my DMs again, pitching mm-hmm. a a bachelorette thing. By mm-hmm. the way, he was still pitching something, but Marty got charged with a hate crime, and we we heard many different things from people. We were trying to contact you in Canada for a long time, but basically, did you do any jail time for this stunt? So. What ended up happening is like, so like we were left off of the last pod. You remember how I had the inter or like interrogation with the police, I guess you could say. So like, it was like a questioning, right? So like I ended up having to go, I forget what time it was. It was like kind of early. It was like 11 or like 12. I wouldn't even say one almost. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had there and I get there. And so at first, like I just show up and they're like, oh, just like go to the visitor desk and just like talk to the person, say your name. And they're probably going to give you like a little fucking stupid name tag or whatever it just says visitor right and i'm like okay whatever so i sit back down on the bench and then that uh sergeant that 
like called me, comes out from the back and he's like, Are you Martin? He's like, do you have two pieces of AD? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And like, I showed him it and he's like, can you come back with me? Like, I really had no choice. I was like, okay, well, whatever. I go like with him. And like, I didn't expect it to be like actual questioning. Like I actually was like in a full on derogation. It would took like four hours. I think. Wow. It was like, oh my God. Marty, light in your fun. face, chained to the chair. Oh, I'll tell you guys a funny fucked up thing. Um, like, during, like I had to sit down, right? And like at first, I remember being handcuffed to like the table, right? And like, yeah, you just asking questions, right? And like from what I was told, don't like say anything, just be like, no comment, no comment. And that's why it took so fucking long, right? And finally, well, there also he just, wasn't. Uh, I mean, it's easier to be silent when there's really no good explanation for what you did. <laughs> I mean, like, exactly. well, listen, like I called into this podcast, eh? And they wanted me to make up for doing a stupid stunt on a hood of a car, eh? So I just went in there and I threw out a bunch of names and I pulled out a straw. It had nothing. You know, I can't really talk that much shit because we, I remember in 2019, we raided a church too. Yeah, we did. And so I can't talk that much shit, Marty, but it always hurts. Like, it's, it's one thing if you get busted and what you're shooting at that moment is like a, a masterpiece of comedy or at least a good video and the police can hear the idea and be like, ah, that's pretty good. But in your case, <laughs> in your case, I went to a child's baptism and pulled out a 12-inch rubber penis, eh? Like, there's, <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just smack you down in there. I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't fucking take a billy club to his asshole. Dude, uh, was there any violent altercation with the cops in Canada at all? No, okay, like, like I said, like, what ended up happening, like, after questioning, like, it was, like, weird because, like, like I said, it took, like, three hours, and I wasn't saying shit, right? So, finally, I'm like, I just want my lawyer. Like, that's all I need to talk to. What were they doing to? for like, three hours if you weren't talking? What, were, what was going on for three hours? Fuck me. Just literally, they asked me, like, who's Savage Frank Films? Who's Marty McFly? Like, what were you doing on this day? Like, there's, like, a million and one questions, and I'm just like... Wait, how, I'm surprised they didn't know who Savage Prank Films Marty McFly was. Savage Prank? <laughs> Films. That's sure right. That Savage prank. I thought, like, I, I thought your, your legend had swept the Saskatchewan area. Shit. Yeah, but anyways, like what ended up happening is like I get through questioning, right? Like they I was a budget, so they were just like, well, like, we're just gonna take you to processing, right? So like he explained that first I had like eight charges, right? That they were gonna charge me with, and then like I don't know, like I guess if I would have talked, of course I would have probably got more, but like I don't know. You only have charged me. I think it was like definitely with mischief and then mischief with or in a religious place. Right. Okay. There's like three other things that they wanted to. But like, I don't know. A lewd acts in front of underage children. No. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like they even knew like there was no children in the church at that time. So like that was like one of the main things that they were like contemplating. Like, they be sure of that. I mean, I'm surprised they could be certain of that. But continue. But OK, uh, like. Because there's a live, right? And that's another thing. I didn't realize, like, where I was, like, on the backside, they have a live fucking thing podcasting their own live shit, right? So it's like, they've seen everything. But anyways, like, besides the point, I get through processing, like, what ends up happening is, like, he tells me my charges. Like, I call my lawyer. He kind of just deals with the police. He's like, don't sign anything Um, that, like... Marty's legal force was formidable, too. No, I bet. It's yeah, the dream like, team of Canada, dude. He <laughs> had so many top-notch suits. Who did you, where did you find this lawyer? Lawyers, Leo. On yeah, Google, like, just... so, like, Google. So, I pretty much just typed in, I forget, like. Yeah, I could pay you in maple syrup and hockey pucks, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, your, buddy. 
Who is it? Your life savings that you use to like what? Who paid for the lawyer? He wasn't dead, Leo. There's no well, way he could have afforded. That's what I'm saying, no, dude. Like, who paid for the lawyer? It was like eight grand almost. It was like seven thousand oh. something, right? Yeah, for all the lawyer fees and shit. And like, trust me, like I only had like I think it was like a thousand or two. So I got to go out with mom and my fucking grandma. So and like, Canadian hey, money is even more, right? Yeah. Canadian money. That'd be like 10 grand it's US. 10 grand, dude. 10 grand US. But your mom had to, had to pick up the, the slack? Yeah, pretty much, bro. Otherwise, okay. fuck, yeah. So, okay. like, anyways, but, like, the weird thing is, like, after I, like, I assigned, like, I didn't know shit. So I just signed the fucking papers that they gave me. So obviously I got charged for two of them. And she's like, okay, we're taking your processing. And, like, it, it was kind of weird because, like, it was like a middle-aged guy who kind of just didn't like my fingerprints and stuff. And I was just talking with him and like, he knew why I was there. And he's just like, I, like, I hope you make better life choices. And like, this is like definitely going to change your life and impact your life a bunch. And he was pretty chilling and shit. And like, he's like, how much do you weigh? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, what's your height? Like, I don't know. I was like, sit there and measuring tape. Like, let's just do this shit. Anyways, we do all that fun stuff. And like, it was weird because like, after leaving this thing, like, there's, like, a murder room. There's, like, a a fucking, like, there's these weird rooms being labeled. And there's obviously, like, people, like, in other investigations, right? So, like, I'm walking by, like, this uh, What if they sent him to the Chomo? What if they sent him to the Chomo holding cell? I mean, because that is of the kind of, he deserved to be there. That would be, <laughs> Marty McFly, you wouldn't be alive today if they put you in the Chomo cell. Mm-hmm. You would have gotten your head kicked in. Well, it's a funny story, but, like, I'll, I'll be truthful because, like, even the cop was, like, I don't know what to do with you because like we can either put you in like a two person holding cell or a single. And I was like, you do you. I was like, I don't, I don't have an option. Why do I get an option? But what ended up happening is like, I walk past this murder investigation pretty much. And like, there's this guy staring at me, obviously fucking involved in it. And like, I look at the cop that's escorting me and I was just like, well, fuck, like, this is just fucking weird. And like, fucking like, I don't want to hear any of this shit. So I'm just like trying to keep walking and like, it was actually key. One point that I missed out during the invest- like uh, interrogation, I have to piss so fucking bad. So I'm like walking around and I'm like, he's like, don't leave the room. You're under arrest. Like you can't leave. He's like, I'll be right back. So he like leaves the fucking room and like, you guys know me. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, I was just testing the buttons. I literally like walk around. I have to piss bad. I literally opened the fucking door. The door opens. And I was like, we out this bitch. Yeah. And then you take two steps. I look left and like the officer is like running towards me. He's like, I thought I told you you couldn't leave. I was like, I have to piss bad. Like, what the fuck's the fucking washroom? He's like, stay the fuck in there. And he, like, locks it. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but anyways, okay, like, we get through that, like, possible <laughs> investigation. I'm just like, fuck. Thank like, you, Martin. Like, Thank you for sharing that part. Yeah, I was pretty fucking hilarious, man. Um, I walked by, and, like, I keep walking, and, like, he's like, there's a single cell where there's a, like, a I was like, I don't care, man. Like, you pick. So he's like, I'll put you in the single cell. But, like, that was only for a few hours, and, like, it was okay. It was, like, two, three hours in there. And the cop comes up and he's like, Martin, he's like, we got more paperwork for you to fill out. He's like, just come outside. He's like, I'm going to just place you under handcuffs, right? So I come out there and like, we go to this room, fill out a bunch more papers. He's like, your lawyer will be like in contact with you. And we've been in contact with him. And um, he's like, but we're going to put you back in the cell. So like, I actually have to be there for like, it was like nine hours. Like I remember like going there at like 11, 12 and then going out at like nine, eight. I don't even remember. It was like fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the same day, but like, fuck, like the most scariest experience I've had, man, it was like after moving into a second person cell, this guy was just fucking eyeing me down. And I'm just like, well, like, fuck, I don't know what to do. I'm just staring at him. I'm like, you do you, man. If you try anything, I'm just obviously going to fucking try my best to fucking do something. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it wouldn't have been much. 
Um, I, I don't think you put on all that muscle at the time of your arrest. So, Marty, no, I was skinny to be truthful. <laughs> uh, OK, Marty, so it doesn't sound too bad. You got out of jail that day. Did you go back to jail or was that it? Well, that was it, man. Right. But here's the thing. Uh, they were like at first they were like, well, this was the worrisome part. They're like, you could be in here for like five years. <laughs> anyway, did, this is very years. parallel to my story. Very similar. Very yeah. similar to my recent brush with jail. Hmm. <laughs> so they, and I was like, well, fuck, he's very, like, you could tell he hasn't been on camera in a while. The nervous no, laughter yeah. is really coming through. <laughs> yeah, I've been it's OK, Marty. You're going to adjust. Continue. Uh, yeah. But anyways, like fucking. Yeah, I was like. Uh, that's all I kept on thinking about. I was like, five years. Well, fuck. Like, I guess it is what it is. But, like, I honestly was just waiting to my lawyer because even my lawyers, like, don't really listen to them. Their job is pretty much to, like, charge you with anything and everything that they can is pretty much it, right? So, like, yeah, if you yeah. don't drop, you're the better off you are, right? But, like, mm -hmm. honestly, they had so much against me. Like, they had video proof, like, me saying my name, like, the post. How dare you drag our names into your mess? And not hey. much, a whole pre a whole precinct in Canada thinks we're jerk-offs. Yeah, Leo D'Otavio, Danny Mullen, Danny Mullen. Especially Dino. Dino. What's up, guys? Wanted to take a break from the pod real quick to tell you about a product that I've been using recently. Uh, it's called Z-Biotics, and it's helping me feel absolutely amazing after a night of drinking. Um, I... Can't can't tell you enough how well this product works. I gave some to Fez last week, and he also very much enjoyed it after we went out and had a few drinks. So I wanted to tell you exactly how to use it first. So step one, you drink your Z-Biotics before the night gets going. All right, so make Z-Biotics the first drink of your night. Step two, you got to drink responsibly. We're talking about pacing yourself. You know, we're not talking, you know, it might not make much of a difference if you're having about 14 beers, but if you drink responsibly the way that you're supposed to, this stuff is unbelievably effective in making you feel 100% the next day. And then enjoy tomorrow, guys. Step three is just to wake up feeling refreshed and Ready to take on the day. Am I right, Fess? There you go. Absolutely. Right. Um, there's a lot of science behind it. Um, and look, let's face it, after a night of drinks, I don't bounce back the way that I used to, right? But with Z-Biotics, it helps tremendously kind of, uh, you know, you know that feeling that you have that when you wake up from a night of drinking. As you get older, it gets harder and harder to have an effective day as, uh, you know, with that feeling. So this eliminates that and it just it makes you feel 10 times better than you would normally feel without this. Now, um, they also have a great, great hookup for us um, this Halloween. I know you guys are going to be having a lot of fun, so make sure that you get it before you you make sure you stock up on Zbiotics before these Halloween festivities that start really in September. They start now, right, Fez? I mean, yes, you, you like Halloween? I do love Halloween. Hell yeah. So <clears throat> go to zbiotics.com slash LDS to get 15% off your first order when you use LDS at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using my code LDS so you can stay prepared no matter the time or occasion. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash LDS and use the code LDS at checkout for 15% off. And uh, thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring the pod. It's a phenomenal product. You guys need to definitely go out there and check it out. Trust me on this one. It's been it's been part of my routine, and thank you for them for supplying me so much of it. Have a good one, guys. So I, I don't know if I told you, and if you guys got the message, like I actually wrote down like what I actually said after the speech. 
I want to hear um, the speech. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is what well, guys we're about to. This is exactly what Martino Marty McFly said in the church that got him maybe a sentence of five years. And then we didn't hear from him for like three years. So this is an interesting little, but tell us exactly what you said dude. Be, at the church with the penis out. Cause your penis was out the entire time you said this, correct? This is a big moment, Leo. Yeah. It's a big moment. I mean, this is Martin Luther King speaking in DC. This speech yeah. about to hear, right. this is like the, we shall fight them on the beaches. Winston correct. Churchill. Yep. This the Gettysburg address. Oh no. Yeah. I think it's just a notch below Gettys. Just, just bare it, draw. Just, yeah, I would say it's right even with Abe Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. I think so. Yeah. All right, let's see. This better be rhetorically a masterpiece. Let's hear it, dude. Let's hear it word for word. Hey, boys. So this is exactly like the layout, right? So like the whole kind of like... can you play some patriotic music? Yep. Can you play? We got to get some epic four score and seven years ago style speech music going right now. We got to hear this. And you got to recite it aloud and proud, Marty McFly. You've been under the radar. You haven't been performing much. I know it's going to be a little tricky, but you really got to sell it. You got to sell it, dude. The way you did in the church. Okay. Better than you did in the church. I think if you delivered it confidently in the church, they wouldn't have arrested you. That's correct. Okay. This is how it went down. Like, we got to wait for the music here. We need music. One second. Wait for the music. We got to get some music. Here you go, Marty McFly. Let it rip. Alrighty, boys and girls. So, this is how it happened. Mass is over. They're about to end the whole fucking thing. So, I'm sitting up in the top right. I'm like, okay, it's now or never. If I don't do this shit now, like, it's never going to happen. So, I just walk up there. I place my little speech right on the Bible, right on the podium. And my first sentence is, because it's an Italian church, it's my church. Like, most of them don't understand English. I said this in Italian. I was like, oggi io sono qui per una cosa e una cosa sola, which means... Today, I am here for one reason and one reason only. Um, I'm reading from the Marty McFly Bible, section 8, paragraph 1. Leo DiTavio <laughs> and Danny won't me to go to church. They also said my YouTube channel sucks. Today, I'm here to save my sins. I said I would suck Danny Mullen's dick, Leo DiTavio's dick, Inland Iggy's dick, Austin Slosher's dick, Fan Jerry's dick. And then I was like, people from Jackass, I know you're watching this. And then I wanted to be belligerent, so I put, fuck shit, bitch, god fucking damn it, Jesus fucking Christ, motherfucker. Then I was like, I'm Martin Martino, I'm just here to fuck somebody's wife long dick style. Drugs. <laughs> Selene the Dream. All I want for Christmas is the film with Danny Mullen and Leo DiTavio. This video is sponsored by Snoop Dogg, 19 Crimes. And then this is the part where I pull the Snoop Dogg bottle of wine, right? I was like, sometimes in church, a little bit of wine isn't enough. And then I slapped the bottle. I was like, then the priest said, this is a mass, please, we are trying to finish. Uh, Leave, I looked at him, smiled and said, fuck me. Walked up front of the main stage, in front of the first four rows, which clearly there was nobody there, but everybody else fucking heard it. Um, so I stood out, looked at in front of everybody, literally just undid my buckle, pulled up my, my fucking dress, like shirt, shit, pulled down my pants, pulled the fucking giant cock out and was like, fucking woo! And then I fucking tried to put the fucking thing back, that wasn't happening, so I literally just fucking ran out there with the fucking shit fucking right outside the fucking door, and then as I fucking climbed the fucking fence, Jesus Christ got nailed by the fucking cross, I got fucking nailed by the fence, fucking hanging off by the fence the spikes are fucking hanging off and i'm fucking like oh fuck what do i do i pull one hand up put it between the bar pull my other hand off put it between the bar and just let go right and then i didn't know this but there's like a bunch of businesses in the back alley so like 
I got a bloody big fucking cock as I'm running fucking down the fucking back alley. And there's fucking people staring at me this way. There's people staring at me this way. And I run into a fucking car and fucking get into the fucking car. And then, yeah, fucking get out of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I am impressed the Canadian authorities did charge him for a hate crime. I'll tell you why right now. Because mm-hmm. if imagine if he had did something similar in a synagogue or in a mosque where he gets up there with a dildo and a bottle of alcohol oh. and says, fuck shit, cunt, fuck, and then Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So imagine if he'd said that about Muhammad or about... Abraham or whoever. I'm glad they had the balls because you can say whatever you want about Christians these days. I'm glad they clamped down because frankly, Marty McFly, what you said up there was disgusting. <laughs> what I what I really don't like, so I like that you got charged with a hate crime. I don't like that we weren't enough for him, Leo. I know. He had to reach out to the jackass crew. Yeah. And he had to try to get some attention from Snoop Doggy Dog as yeah. well. Yeah, he had to go with the A-list. Steve-O and Snoop Dogg. So what do you, why, why did you have to add Steve-O and Snoop Dogg into the mix? Honestly, because, like, with what, like, we were kind of doing, it was, like, more of, like, a, like, with our original videos, like, I don't know if you guys seen, like, with some of, like, the stunts that we did, right? So, like, I definitely wanted to show him out. And, like, Snoop Dogg, obviously, I don't know. It was just, like, we seen his wine at the liquor store, and we are just, like, well, like, definitely, like, we should bring fucking Snoop fucking with and i was like you know what i would love to hear what his early stunts were oh god (laughs) like today boys we're gonna be throwing rocks in a frozen pond boys (laughs) like the video we upload every couple of weeks boys or whatever i can get off work at the muffler shop (laughs) so would you say i mean you never even got to post the savage prank films uh, this this episode of savage prank films though you never got to post the church stunt though we saw it didn't we leo though he sent it to us you sent it to us but it was like you didn't have somehow your cameraman didn't even get you doing any of the prank right it was like he was filming somewhere else explanation to that like like i said so like we just got new sd cards for like our like other cameras right and i didn't know like you had to format them to the fucking right camera right so like uh, always the professional the operation like, savage prank course, films yeah, 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 professionals they, you know, fucking pros dude. i mean this is like christopher nolan's director of photography yes. oh yeah that's the level this kid's on <laughs> yeah dude daddy i don't know if you remember the all thickered productions but that's what it was <laughs> what <laughs> the all thickered productions <laughs> All Dickard. <laughs> I like how it made him laugh just as hard the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember All Dickard Productions. What's that? It's pretty much when you just get liquored as fuck and just fucking produce fucking any kind of video. <laughs> oh, I know how that goes. Yeah. Marty, what were you yeah. saying, though, about your cameraman not formatting the card? So, like, we didn't know, like, I can't, okay, like, with my other camera, I kind of knew how to do it because, like, you have, like, a screen, right? And it says format disc, but, like, with the GoPros, like, the older style, like, I guess there's no, like, analog fucking thing to say like what it's doing so he thought like he pushed it but like it really wasn't actually formatting so when we hit record yeah it was like blinking but it wasn't actually reading to the sd card so mm-hmm. we couldn't actually use those like clips which sucks right so there's only the one main camera of like me just putting the whole like camera right on the altar pretty much right <laughs> and that's what about the live what about the live feed the church is recording yeah, I mean, certainly so, if you just emailed the priest, he would have forked that over. <laughs> the one you called a cocksucker on the altar. 
<laughs> Fuck. Well, like, here's the thing. Like, that was going on. So they had to end it, apparently. And they, I think they took it off their website or they got to delete all their, like, yeah. I, I don't know exactly well, yeah, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Probably when you, waved, when you waved the dildo around, everybody was like, yeah, okay, well, this can't be used for anything. I'm sure the cops, I'm sure the cops got it, though. I'm sure the cops had a good laugh at your prank, dude. <laughs> Gotta, they did. Gotta, I'm honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I walked into the station, like a lot of them were just fucking laughing because they already knew, right? Like they thought it was pretty <laughs> funny. And like, okay, here's the thing: the actual detective that was talking with me, he's like, okay, like I get that you're a comedian and you're trying to be. He's like, you did your job trying to like let me do mine. He's and like that's like I knew you were just trying to fuck. You I'm didn't like, do no your worry. job. You, uh, Marty McFly didn't do his job. Well, you they didn't, didn't even film it. You didn't film it, dude. <laughs> the production is part of it. it's half of it at least. You got the performance is one part of it, but the filming of it would be the second part. It, I was gonna make fun of that detective for like he gets home that night. His wife's like, "Oh, how was work, honey?" He was like, "Oh, I put a real dangerous one behind bars, eh?" This guy like, was yeah. He was up there with a camera and a, and a prosthetic penis, eh? But then again, <laughs> I was gonna make fun of Marty for that or the detective. But then again, that detective, like his cases earlier that week, probably involved putting reindeer back in pastures. <laughs> That had gotten loose. What, yeah, what happens in Alberta? I mean, were they? Did they seem like they were kind of bored up there? They were throwing the book at you, Artie. I mean, Marty. Hard key, but like they were trying to like even like my the book like, they threw at like, him should have been the Bible to teach him a lesson. Yeah, dude. What if they just even stoned like, him with a bunch of Gideon's Bibles? Hard cover. I would love that. That's what we should do if we ever go up and see Marty, dude. We got to. No, you're you got to come down here. Are you allowed to travel? Yeah, man, like, I swear to God, that's what my plan was in, like, a month or two's time to, like, come film with you guys. So, like, with whatever you guys want to do, like, okay. can, can, like, you guys understand, like, I'll have my limits. Like, with whatever you guys want me to do and whatever you guys find acceptable, I'll do. Whatever you guys think is, like, too much, we'll put a cap on it. We won't do it, you know? All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You, you said that you have your limits, and then you said whatever we decide is too much. Do you yeah, have limits? Like, you know me, not really, no. <laughs> What's up, guys? I wanted to take a break from the pod again real quick to tell you about Prize Picks, which is unbelievable. What is Prize Picks? Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, and it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So I let trust me, prize picks is unbelievably fun. All right. It's I've had you you can have a lot of fun winning 25 times your money this football season. So you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. It's the easiest, easiest fantasy sports app I've ever seen anyone use. Um Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play da daily fantasy sports, in my opinion. If you have the skills, you can earn, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. It's really that easy. You guys got to check it out. Their, their app is unbelievably easy to use. I've been using it now for a week. Me and uh, my boy, uh, Andrew Judge, as well as Fez. Fez, you like fantasy sports, right? I do. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for example, this week on prize picks, I'm selecting. Um, maybe Aaron Rodgers for more than three passing touchdowns and Travis Kelsey for more than 50 yards. I think those are good picks. Now, listen to this. It's They're giving us an unbelievable deal. So if you guys want to join in, it, right now is the time to do it. 
So go to prizepicks.com slash LDS and use code LDS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Guys, that's they gave me 100 bucks. It's unbelievable. Uh, once again, go to prizepicks.com slash LDS and use the code for a first deposit match of up to $100. All right. So check it out. Again, one more time, prizepicks.com slash LDS for them to match that 100 bucks. Let's do it. Hey, as long as you can get out of there and get back to Canada, I'm, I'm sure. I think there's extradition, though. You might be in trouble, but I don't know. We're probably going to stay away from churches for you for a while. Definitely. Yeah. No, I think we definitely need to kind of move like different, better things. Like I got some like quite a few ideas you guys I think will like, actually. Yeah. All right, let's hear one of them. All right. Let's hear one of your big ideas that you want to do now, Marty. Prank or just general, like, good idea that I think will get you guys, well, all of us a lot of views, because, like, there's two. Give us your best idea. Best idea. Best idea right now? Okay. Like, this is, like, kind of like what me and, like, what Leo was saying about The Bachelorette. I say, like, me, Leo, I don't know if Danny, if your girlfriend would be okay with it, you can join on. I know you've been gone for three years, but, yeah. Oh, there you go. Shit, eh? Well, bang, fuck, done. Fucking, you can be part of the fucking show too. And then uh, I don't know if you have any new members. Well, we'll just like have our own bachelorette show, man. Fucking, we'll literally set up like a fucking house. There could be like four or five rooms. Fucking bring a bunch of fucking girls in and fucking. Oh, yeah. Have some fucking fun with it, man. Like pretty okay. much we could make a post fucking on your guys' okay, face. So, like, oh, sure. so I drop five G's on a mansion in the hills, Airbnb. <laughs> no, and then no, I no, find no, a no, bunch no. of hot chicks and I get them liquored up so that you can get laid in a fucking mansion and then fly back to Canada. Mark yeah, sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. Hey, I got this idea. I got this idea, right? You want to hear this idea, Leo? Let's hear it, let's hear it. You get your let's mother to donate her life savings toward renting a Learjet that flies me up to Winnipeg. You meet me at the airport with your sister, and she eats my ass in the back <laughs> of your Camry the whole drive back to your cabin. How about that? How about that? see what i'm saying though marty mcfly it seems like it seems like you suggesting that it's just like you get all the upside think about it you guys honestly like i don't know we could do anything though like i'm hoping to do any kind of prank videos that like you guys normally would think would be fine funny it's just like like i said like i don't want to get you guys in trouble or do things that you'd be like holy fuck like now we gotta watch out so like there's definitely like we could talk about it before we do stuff, right? But like, I say you go uh, child baptism redemption. Yeah, I say you go to another baptism here in the heavily Catholic Latin American oh. Los Angeles, and I say you go in as an exorcist and say oh. the baby is possessed while they're dunking it. Oh, dude, Marty, you down? <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be a part of it. Like, we'll film that's it. That's only part of it. Oh, dude, yeah. imagine Marty is an exorcist, dude. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's got a spooky in it, eh? It's got a heebie-jeebie. I just got to do a couple Hail Marys in the sign of the cross, eh? This is the worst Shit. exorcism movie ever. Dude, Marty. All tension, all fear that the director managed to build up vanishes when Marty comes in like, oh, whoa, you, you projectile vomited all over the wall, didn't you? Wow. I'll have to, I'll have to get some paper towels and wipe that up. <laughs> Marty, Marty, what kind of general reaction did you have from your community, your friends, your uh, your uh, I don't know, some girls that you might have been around? Like, what did everybody think about the prank and, and, and what happened afterward with the cops and everything? 
So, well, okay, like, let's start with Friends, right? Friends, like, obviously everybody fucking loved it. They thought it was fucking hilarious, right? So, like, they're, like, fucking definitely legendary, right? Um, family, it depends who you talk to, right? Like, my mom and dad were, like, yeah, your mom, I first. imagine, I imagine his mom's a little less enthusiastic hey, than the seven dad, grand later, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what about your dad? Did you have to pay, did you have to do a lot of chores around the house to kind of pay back the seven grand? <laughs> No, not really, to be truthful. She just loves me, so she's like, fuck. She hasn't really said much about it, to be truthful, but... Did like, with what's going on? Did she want you to retire from the pranks, though? Did she want you to retire Savage Prank Films? Well, yeah. She said that, like, I should probably stop doing it, and, like, I should probably learn from it. But, like, here's the thing. Like, would I necessarily do this prank again? I would say, yeah, I probably wouldn't, but... <laughs> Other pranks, I, it's a go for me because, like, wait, 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 wait. I like how he's talking about this like it happened last weekend. Yeah, and he's, yeah. this happened three years ago, yeah. and we haven't heard a peep from you. You disappeared, dude. What happened? Why did you I, disappear? Oh, so like this is exactly what happened. So like, before our court case, pretty much one of them, like, there's like the pretrial. There was like I forget like there like I forget all that shit works. There's like a bunch of like fancy yeah. fucking names for it, right? Um. Yeah. We and Matt, my buddy, we were like at the skate park filming a video, right? And it's like <laughs> I was filming and then I passed him the camera. But like what ended up happening is like I was spinning in a circle and at the skate park, there's like a shallow bowl and then a deep bowl, right? Like, Leo, there's like how viral this video would have uh, gone if it didn't shut viral, down dude. Savage Prank. It's unfortunate. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh, man. At a skate park. But it can continue. And he was spinning around in the small bowl. Leo. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of got like dizzy and I forgot which bowl was like deep and which one was shallow. So Marty McFly like, gets dizzy in the shallow end, bro. <laughs> and so I jump in this fucking bowl, right? And like I did land both the like on both legs, right? But as I landed, I just started falling like this, right? And what ended up happening is like this leg fucking. Here, I'll show you guys. Like, so I have a big ass incision right here, right? A fucking plate here. Like a pin here, pin here, pin here, pin here. You, you, oh my God. Leg. Who paid yeah, for the like surgery? Who paid for the surgery, Marty? Well, it's not like key. Canada's not like US where you have to pay for like surgeries and like. That's nice. Like, yeah. So like, I guess fucking Trudeau after I fucked his wife, fucking he paid for it. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Careful, dude. That might be hate speech dude, up there. Yeah, dude. Uh, you can't say you fucked Trudeau's chick. Dude. They're divorced now. Yeah. Uh, Marty, you should fuck her now. Now, yeah, <laughs> that is the douchiest water bottle. Bring that back on screen. Look at that thing. Let me see the water bottle, dude. Nice. I don't like how gripped it. I like. Wait, wait. Oh. Go back to that grip you used on it. That was the most gym douche grip I've ever seen. How did you hold it when you drank it? I, I know that's not good either. That's not how you gripped it. Uh, it's never mind. That's okay. You can't recall. That's fine, Marty. So you got knocked around by the Mounties. Up there, there it is, Marty. Okay, great. Marty, so you you hurt your knee. Thankfully, the government paid for it because that's the one thing Canada does right. Though he probably did have to wait like three weeks in agony for them oh, yeah. to finally see him. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it was like, like it, the worst part is that happened, right? Call the ambulance and like the ambulance took like 40 minutes to come, right? And like there all I remember socialized is, medicine right there. I knew yeah. it. 40 minutes. Yeah, so like they couldn't even find me, man. They're like, "Where the fuck is this guy?" My buddy had to run up to them because obviously I'm in the skate bowl, and yeah, like we're out here like, on the frozen tundra. We don't see you. 
Do they stop for a sandwich? You know those fuckers stop for like a cookie or something or a sandwich yeah, we you know, just, on the way there's up. There's this little mom and pop diner on, on Route 62 and they, they have great chocolate chip cookies and we just <laughs> we just figured, you know, we only get paid. I don't know what they get. Continue. So, yeah. So, anyways, they finally show up, right? So, they're like, oh, fuck, like, definitely, like, you broke your leg. I was like, no, shit. My fucking leg was literally, like, I could see the bottom of my fucking... <laughs> Soul, pretty much, right? Right. My bone was poking out, blood was spurting out. It took out him everywhere. another forty-five minutes to diagnose it. <laughs> oh, fuck. it don't it look right, eh? Oh, this doesn't look right, huh? Usually, they're like, usually the skin don't, know don't have bone poking through. <laughs> uh, they're like, Damn. you know what stars is? I was like, what the fuck stars? They're like the helicopter. They're like the helicopter's probably gonna have to come here and like pick you up by a fucking bastard. I was like, I hope you know if a fucking helicopter comes to pick me up, I'm jumping all that bitch ten thousand feet because I'm scared shitless. And you fuck swinging fucking like that. I was like, get me the fuck out of your property. I was like, use your fucking head. You grab a ladder and like put me on a board and like pull me up. And that's what they ended up doing. But like they had fucking five guys try to help me. This one fucking guy's pants split right in between. And like right where my face is, I'm like this fucking guy. And he's like laughing. And he's like, this fuck, I don't know. Like, like, this sounds like a three stooges routine. Seriously. Five <laughs> Canadians at the bottom of a bowl trying to rescue Marty McFly, who broke his leg spinning around in circles. And one, oh, my pants are ripped, eh? <laughs> Like, is this SpongeBob SquarePants? Dude, none of this makes any sense either. But so... Martin. So yeah, anyways, besides the point, they straightened out my leg, like, and that's what actually I did. I got fucking freaked out, so I literally just grabbed my leg, fucking pulled it, pulled it outwards, and then just stood there like this. I'm like, fuck, like, give me a fucking joint. So I smoked, like, three joints. And yeah, so they get me out of there, I'm, like, going to the hospital, and, like, at this point, they inject me with, like, a bunch of shit. Like, I'm all fucked up, and, like, all I remember saying is fucking... Oh, Dylan, fuck me. It's like, all I don't know why the fuck I was saying it, but I was just in so much fucking pain. And, like, the funniest thing is, is, like, I get to the hospital, and there's this hot fucking blonde man, like, big-ass bubble butt, right? And I'm, like, laying on the fucking bed like this, and I'm, like, staring at her ass, and, like, she looks at me, she could definitely caught me looking, right? And I was, like, all that came out of my mouth was, like, oh, Dylan, fuck me, and she just started fucking laughing. And I just, like, I couldn't hold it in, so I just started laughing. And besides the point, like, I don't really remember much besides me getting put into a room me waking up during surgery, actually, when they were having the rod in. And then, yeah, like, I woke up three days in the hospital, and it was COVID time. So, like, nobody could see me or anything. So, like, it was fucked up. So, that happened. And then it was, like, weird. From, like, that day that I broke my leg, it was, like, literally a year and, like, four-month recovery. It was, like, me sitting literally in that fucking chair over there fucking. Oh, it's so fucking bad, man. Where's the pain no. of my life, dude? What I'm hearing right now, because I don't even remember why he launched into the broken leg tangent. Yeah. I see him as the Andrew Luck of YouTube. <laughs> you might remember Andrew Luck. He was drafted number one overall to yeah. the Indianapolis Colts from Stanford. Yeah. Generational talent. Mm -hmm. Immediately made the team relevant. But the offensive line was bad, and he was getting knocked around, and he had to retire tragically early. Yeah, I think a similar series of misadventures befell Marty McFly. Yeah, and what could have been potentially the greatest YouTube channel of all time? I mean, think about it. Yeah, its career was likewise cut short. If, if not only for the the this the the SD card snafu. Oh, this that's the biggest. Yeah, if that hadn't happened. Plus, he, th this was the direct second prank he was going sure. for after, and then he broke his leg on the second. Absolutely, Leo. And then his career was derailed. And it's just not fair. You know, it's not. it just sometimes God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And, and like Leo and I prayed 
We prayed harder than we ever prayed before, Marty, mm-hmm. for the good Lord to bring you back to YouTube. Yeah. But those misfortunes were just too difficult to overcome. Yeah. But it's okay, Marty. But now it, it looks like you're back. You put on some muscle and, and you're ready to do some pranks again. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> back better than ever, man. Like, honestly, I can walk properly and shit. Like, it doesn't affect me, man. Like, even a lot of people are like, whoa, you broke your leg? I'm like, yeah, fuck. It's good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marty, so yeah, I, I, that still doesn't exactly answer why you've had no contact with us for three years. Yeah. Oh, honestly, okay. Like, after that, like, it's not really an excuse, man. It's just, like, literally, I just, like, fuck, it hurt. Like, honestly, it didn't do much. Um, Also, with my mom, man, like, I didn't tell you anybody. Like, it's kind of, like, personal, but, like, you guys know all about, like, my mom having cancer and kidney failure. So, like, at first, uh. like, she was diagnosed with cancer, right? So, like, she had chemo for, I think it was, like, nine months. And, like, so it was, like, pretty intense, right? And she started having seizures, and, like, it was, like, weird. She would just drop to the floor and, like, turn purple. And, like, it was just it was oh. fucking very creepy. Yeah, like, I couldn't really leave, like, at all, right? So, yeah, and, like, so, like, we got her through that, and then um, she she's started having kidneys. Well, she's got kidney failure, too, right? So, like, it was, like, weird, because, like, the chemo kind of fucked with, like, the kidneys, and then she couldn't really, she couldn't get a transplant because you have to be, like, cancer-free first, so she's cancer-free now, technically. Fucking Canadian medical system, dude. Yeah, and um, so, like, now she's just on a waiting list for her kidney for, like, and then they see how it's, like, five to eight, eight-year waiting list, so... Hopefully, Fuck, like, dude. If I, if I would show you guys, like, what, what can't she you go to like? Taiwan where it's like a hundred bucks and they go kill a local kid and take his? <laughs> Marty, you know what? After you, what you've put her through, I think you should give her one of your kidneys. Are you are you hey. a match? Hey. You know what's funny? I thought about that, but like, do you remember how like that year of me like constantly drinking like forty eight beers a day and like bottles and bottles, bottles like Jesus. that definitely affected my kidneys and like my liver, right? So like, even if I have a beer or two now, man, I definitely get like severely hungover and like instantly fucking drunk. It's like weird, but it's also a good thing though. <laughs> it's yeah. not necessary. Bad yeah, thing. absolutely, yeah, of course. I mean, if money's tight, I'm sure it helps. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wonder what she can do if she can get out of Canada. In the United States, I'm sure money fucking talks when it comes to getting a new kidney. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, if you go to China, if you go to Thailand, don't ask many questions about where they procured the kidney from. But they'll have a piping hot kidney, probably still with a pulse going through it. Yeah. Before you can say Timbuk Bangkok. Timbuktu is another one. But hey, but seriously, if you if you know any, I mean, maybe we could find her a match somewhere through our channel, dude. Do you know do you know any of the the details of what she might need? It's fucking stupid because like it's Labor Day today, right? And like the kidney clinic that I called, right? Like Fuck, dude. There's they're actively working on this. Holy yeah. shit. Stupid man. They were closed Saturday, Sunday, and like today's like a Labor Day. It's a national holiday in Canada, right? So like they're closed. And I left them like yeah. five voicemails, right? But like my mom said that from what she remembers, she's like a blood a type but like definitely tomorrow i'll like call in and like i'll try to get everything kind of like known right because i don't know what you need to know about like a transplant definitely probably blood type matters but mm-hmm. I'm, i don't know i'll put it on I'll, I'll i'll put it on my insta dude and you know who knows man i mean maybe we could help somehow but danny's right dude you should do some research on some other countries man maybe thailand especially and see what it costs to to maybe go you know fly her out there and they might not have a waiting list you know they might be able to do it you know, right away, um, you know, whatever it takes. I mean, does she have like a timetable? I mean, it's probably, she's probably in pain right now. It's probably tough, man. So. Yeah. Well, like they were saying like within like two, three years, right? Like any longer than that, like definitely it'll affect your like lifespan, right? Like 
even right now it's like she looking at her it's like she lost a lot of weight she's really skinny like purple and like discolored and shit like it it's not fun right but mm-hmm. yeah okay she Mar- martino you're you know you're a legend though and forever the people of the leo and danny show they've been asking about you bro for for years forever. there was there hey, was these little little investigators for you guys like i got a little surprise for you guys but like uh let's see it okay but i just gotta cover the screen real quick eh? okay is he okay. gonna show us a penis i feel like a penis no, is gonna no, come no. out again all right well, hopefully no penis. we have to ask with marty don't of we, course we do yeah this is a hey, big prank. His welcome Danny, back prank. Is... You really have to fucking ask. There's penises everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're waiting for the big surprise, Martino. Marty McFly. This better be good. Come back to us, Marty. Oh, give me two more seconds here, baby. All right, all right. This is an abrupt change in tone. Oh. oh, there it is, dude. Oh, he's oh, dude. He's putting the big one in her. It's Lena the plug. Is that Lena the plug? What is it? says it says Lena yeah, on the forehead. Yeah, it's definitely Lena. Oh, well, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't really resemble Lena the plug. But uh, OK, Marty McFly, <laughs> I, I think we're going to get immediately age restricted, Austin, if we show any of this, because yeah. I mean, he had that thing, a 13 inch rubber dildo in an inflatable fuck doll. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. If you guys if you guys were here with us, that that's exactly what happened. And Marty McFly, I like this, though. I like how you're keeping yourself and he, he is dying laughing. Oh, yeah, he, is. he is silently unable to breathe. He's oh, laughing yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah. Marty, I, I, this is good. You're keeping yourself in good spirits by making yourself laugh and other people laugh, too. I hope you're making your mom laugh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking keep us posted on that. That's really sad. And that's actually a a very valid reason for keeping your head down for three years. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for getting on your case about that. Yeah, I'm sorry about Um, that, man. Like, trust me, it's been hard to talk to. Like, like, even close friends barely know, right? Like, I don't talk about it much. Yeah, I I agree on that. Yeah, keeping those uh, those family issues at bay, I think is is a good thing to to do. Just kind of keep them personal, you know. Don't don't you know put them out there too much. But if there's anything we can do to help, man. I mean, I, you know, we'll we'll put the info out there, and maybe for some reason there's somebody out there that has you know that has a match and wants to give a kidney to your to your mom, you know, and that would be that would be wicked. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you guys posted, and we'll go from there. I guess, right? Hell like, yeah. That would actually mean a lot, right? Freaking, mm. you never know. Like the internet's a crazy place. What can happen, right? Possibilities are endless, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they are endless, man. <laughs> yeah. We're we're gonna put out a, a nice, you know, Instagram, whatever. We're gonna, I mean, on this pod, maybe if somebody out there knows anything about kidneys and uh, where to find some. You I don't know even. I mean? I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I don't even know what the fuck a kidney does. It, yeah, it's kind of. I don't really know either. I what does a kidney do, Marty? So I would know. Um, so what your kidney does is like it. Uh, whatever it, yours isn't doing a very good job. Whatever it does, continue though. <laughs> so it filters out your blood. So what is that? happening is like your heart pumps out your blood throughout your bloodstreams. It goes right through your kidney, and your kidney acts like a filter. So like there's many like little holes and like little molecular little fucking. It's like a sponge almost, right? So sure. your blood pumps it through, and it gets filtered. So any toxins, metals, or like really anything bad gets like filtered through it so when you don't have kidneys or when they're not working properly what ends up happening is like um your blood pressure drops from just like a them not working and the pills that you're taking um your body can't like uh filter out blood so it poisons itself right so but what is happening with my mom and why she was like just instantly dropping the floor and having like seizures is 
her blood was like so poisoned and like her blood pressure was so low where it would just like she would get up to like go like to the washroom or like just to walk somewhere and she would just fall on the floor and start seizing and it's just like from a seizure it's just like i don't know like it's weird that's what a kidney does anyways like now i'm getting off topic a little bit but yeah but no 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 problem i I appreciate that man this is this is uh, eye-opening for me and again i'm really really sorry about your mom and we're gonna do what we can Uh, it'd be amazing if he came to la and we did some sort of marty mcfly kidney scavenger hunt like if we went on the quest to to mordor Mm -hmm. to find a kidney yeah to save his mom instead of to destroy something we go to find something i think it's 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 a video man i think it's an idea man we probably you know where we'd probably find a kidneys in tijuana yeah we could go to tj dude pretty easily and find a kidney over there dude. i don't think it would if we went down there in suits leo and we had a briefcase and we had 300 bucks less Two hundred bucks, so. dude. I think so. I, this is what would happen if we went out there with two hundred bucks. You'd be like, "Senor, you want the kidney? Oh, two hundred dollars. This is two thousand pesos. We need a kidney." Oh, excuse me, <laughs> Mister Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, they'll just kind of. <laughs> I think he'd kill enough. He'd kill enough people in the in the area where one would match the blood type. They'd have a little doctor there. Be like, "Oh yeah, this one. This is the one. This is the one. Cool." Put him in surgery. And then he, they, we'd probably have to get another one because that doctor would probably be wrong. Yeah, well, because they wouldn't put it on TJ ice. doctor. Yeah, yeah, seriously. He's, uh, he's like, yeah, I have a horchata. I put the kidney in the horchata. <laughs> in the horchata. Keep it cold. <laughs> I, I pour some medelo on I it. put some it's, champurado <laughs> on there. And, nah, nah, we'll, what do you think the taco man? <laughs> Wait, let me hear your Mexican accent again. Marty, let's hear let it. Me, what do you think the taco made out of, man? Oh, he's Scarface, dude. I like how I like how if you're from Canada, Tony Montana and Scarface is Mexican. It's it, it, yeah, Tony. It's just blowing up over there. They have Scarface is just blowing up in Canada. <laughs> it's huge right now. I mean, it had to go all the way from Florida up to wherever fucking Mississippi of Canada he's in. Yeah, it's a long way to travel, yeah. dude. That'll take you like forty years, Leo. Yeah, at least they had the they had the transport on the back of a mule. Seriously. So Marty McFly, we're gonna get you down here. I'm so glad you're back, dude. You gotta shoot Fuck me a text Andy. or something. Yeah, man. Okay, like, here's the thing. Like, I have Leo's number. Danny, just yeah. get it off Leo. Um, Here's the thing about, like, that. Like, keep it strictly for your guys' selves because, like, there's a lot of, like, medical people for my mom and stuff that call in the hospital and stuff. Like, if you guys want to, like, leak your that, number. We're not going to put your number out there, dude. It'd be a really bad, frustrating thing, right? So, like, um, but, yeah, like, definitely keep me in contact. I think he's, I think like, he's a little bit overestimating the amount of people that would prank call the great Marty McFly. I hope not. I think, I mean, our fans, though, there'd be a lot <laughs> of calls. For a couple of days, me. there'd be a lot of calls. Yeah, for sure. Oh, last time when, like, trust I don't even know how people got my fucking, I guess it was, like, the post that I made, and, like, I left my fucking phone number, but trust me, man, like, 50 phone calls a day, like, even I got to the point where the cop called me, and I told him the fuck right off, I was like, fuck you, motherfucking pig, he's like, I'm an officer, I was like, officer, my fucking ass, so I was like, fuck you, yeah, it was bad, man, he's like, I'm an actual officer, I was like, if you're a cop, show up to my house, he showed up to my house, I was like, oh, I guess you are a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he taught you I a lesson. Him why I said that though. A bunch of prank phone calls. He's like, ah, oh, I get it. Um, that was it. Fuck. <laughs> so is there, they got a lot of time on their hands. Oh, or yeah, just an offended Mountie up there could be like, I'm coming to your house, eh? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care if it's 45 minute drive up into the mountains. I'm coming. Dude, I dude. won't be spoken to this way. Oh, God. We were scared to go to Canada all of COVID and stuff, but we might be able to go up there now. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe pending my court case. But Marty McFly, yeah. tell me this. With uh, yeah. Were all those trucker protests going on around you? 
Well, no, here, well, here's the thing, like, it did pass through our city, like, definitely, like, our highway was affected or something like about that, but I didn't really see much, I just heard people fucking honking horns and shit, and the people going to jail because, like, they were blocking roads, and, yeah, I don't really know what was going on, man, fuck. Whose side are you on? Because it might, it's been a while, and we gotta think back on this, for people who don't remember, there were a bunch of truckers, was it in Ottawa? Somewhere up there. Somewhere up there. But there were a bunch of Canadian truck drivers by trade who were protesting the lockdowns partially, but I think mostly vaccine mandates. Right. And they just drove all their trucks into a place. I don't remember exactly what the place was. And they basically just shut shit down and refused to drive. Now, some people, Marty, would call them freedom fighters who were peacefully protesting. Mm-hmm. But Justin Trudeau, well... He called them Nazis who are putting the Canadian people in jeopardy. What say you? I don't know. Like, I, I get where they're coming from, but like, I don't get, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I can't really necessarily have an opinion because I don't know exactly why they kind of did what they did. All I know is like, why did they stop driving? Because it's just like they weren't getting paid enough or like what was going on? No, it was it was a co- it, they were complaining about having to take vaccines. No, no, no I, I like this. Was- no, it was actually it was this Marty McFly. So they weren't allowed to have bathroom breaks and they would have to do sometimes 48, 72 hour hauls. Mm. And the Canadian government mandated they couldn't go pee pee. Yeah, they had a pee in Gatorade bottles specifically oh. you know because the, the lid is it's a little bigger for for the penis to go you know what i mean so the Gatorade bottles were what they were using and, oh, and piss jugs eh fuck yeah the piss yeah. jugs dude so, so that that was that's why they called it the ottawa um pedum convoy mm-hmm. uh they called it marty so what do you think about that truck drivers that are they're forced to treat their cabs like a urinal yeah isn't that you know ridiculous? what? I think fucking truck drivers should be able to treat Trudeau's fucking house like a year and all and just take a piss in it. Fuck it. Hey, let's go. Okay, take a, there we go. Wow, so you're more on the side of the truck drivers. That's controversial. Even now, that's controversial. That is, dude. That I, is honestly, controversial. I don't know. Like, I literally, I even like, I don't even know why Trudeau's so mad. Like, they can't take a piss. I don't some know. Fuck say, it. I know some would say that you're siding with Nazis. Yeah, right? I mean, a lot of people might it, say that. it's really nuts, man. Because a lot of people, the propaganda machine was just at work dude like the propaganda machine was out there and it was calling them nazis because they wanted to be able to use a rest stop Mm. also there was a mandate that the trudeau government put in place that Mm. said the only animal they could bring on the treks as pets were chipmunks right and everybody was kind of confused by that because you know the normal pets are just kind of domestic pets you know like we're talking cats and dogs right but they're like chipmunks what the hell is this and you had to go out and capture your own chipmunk. Mm-hmm. There couldn't be any kind of store-bought black market. That you had to go fucking wrestle a chipmunk into your cab. Right, and, it, <laughs> and that was the only company. And they're not even that. they're not even good pets. A lot of people, you know, they really tear up like upholstery. You know, any any couches and stuff like that. Chipmunks are they're all they're feisty little bastards. And then it was coming out of the truck driver's paycheck to destroy upholstery in the cab. Right. Oh fuck. Shame. Yeah. Fucking Trudeau, man. Yeah, Trudeau, dude. I mean, careful, careful, buddy, careful. Because, I mean, you don't want to be labeled a Hitler supporter, do you? You're wanted, you're wanted, was it a felony that you got, or was it, did they bring it down to a misdemeanor? Well, like, I forget what it, like, I think it was just a misdemeanor, but, like, no, like, I forget exactly what they labeled, because at first they were trying to nail me with really hard stuff, and then it wasn't like a, actually, yeah, well, 
technically it would be kind of considered like it was like a felony charge here in Canada. Uh -huh, yeah. I hate crime. And then they're like, hey, we're just going to nail you with mischief and then mischief in a religious place, which is like, well, a lot less, I guess, but like still, fuck. Yeah. Thank God. You it's know. pretty description of what you did. I mean, that's a, he committed mischief at a religious place. <laughs> a lot of mischief. Yeah. See, religious and I think my lawyers like, we can't really fight it because like they nailed you. What like you literally committed mischief in a religious place? Like he like we'll take that bit over like the rest of this shit. I guess like <laughs> how was it? Was it tough to look a conservative judge in the eye when he read <laughs> off the offense? There's another thing, Kate. Okay, like you guys are probably wondering how court went, and like I like during the like story I was gonna tell you guys. So like what ended up happening is like because I guarantee you they were watching like the podcast and they kind of knew that like what would end up Hell happening. Yeah. Some Leo and Daddy show fans. Let's go, dude. But, yeah. So they're probably because we didn't know how we wanted to like film and like actually like film the fucking court. Like yeah, they were like, hey, there's no way that's happening. Like, and even my lawyer was like, yeah, there's no cameras being like. He's like, actually, like, what we're gonna do is like, since it was COVID, we did Zoom or something like that. It was like, and it was shitty though, because it wasn't even like a video conference call like this. It was like a blacked out fucking screen, just voice call, fucking. And so like, you would read through it, and it would be like, hey, and like the funny thing is, is like that's another, was that was another obstacle in the way of his of YouTube ascent, dude. Of course, it's just not fair. It seems like the gods or the universe was kind of against savage prank films from the beginning, right? I, I mean, I, I guess so. Fuck. So Austin, that's why does we this remind you like the book of Job or just God fucking does everything awful to this guy? Yeah, just to test him. Yeah. I mean, you're that he's worthy. You're getting tested by the YouTube gods right now. The current <laughs> whatever the Indian CEO of YouTube is, I think he's testing you. And I yeah. think you got to prove him, prove to him. And that you can be the next Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. You Arkham. can be the next Nelk Boys, dude. You can be the next Kyle Forger. You could, man. The Canadian legends of the Nelk Boys, dude. Well, I'm surprised you didn't shout any of them out during the... Uh, the I think old... he said Salim. He did say Salim? I think, yeah. I think I said Salim. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, Salim the Dream, and I just moaned really loud, like, fucking, like, oh! And, like, people were, like, they looked up. <laughs> uh Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Martino, dude. You know, it's usually usually like you tailor the bit a little bit. I, I like how just the audience in mind was absolutely not the the Italian speaking eighty year old Catholics. Like no, none yeah. of them. The only thing they understood was the international language of twelve inch dick. Yeah, seriously. They 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 got the picture there. <laughs> they probably kind of like that actually. I think so. Too. Some of the guys in that yeah, they're like, this is hilarious. You know, come on. Well, Marty, before we sign off here with you, I uh, have you met Fez here? I, I highly doubt you've met Fez. Fez is a 40-year-old virgin that we've taken under our wing to kind of, we're trying to help him out. You know, he's 38 today. We call him a 40-year-old virgin because basically he's 40. He's been sleeping during portions of the podcast. He's too. passed out from yeah, the, uh, no no doubt, from the, uh, <laughs> the blood sugar kind of waning. He probably needs a little, like a donut or something. But um, how do you, do you have any advice for a, for a man that's 38 and is, is yet to, you know, feel the warmth of a woman? You know what? Fez, like, my best piece of advice, buddy, is you got, like, Facebook dating or fucking, like, Tinder or some shit? No, really, I have not used any dating websites at all. <laughs> That's actually good oh, advice. I feel like his English is getting worse. It, I think it's like, since we've had him on the pod, yeah. Go on fucking Facebook dating or Tinder or any kind of dating app. Get it, like, you got to fucking write just a simple message. Just be like, this works for me, but I don't know if it's going to work for you. Like, Let's hear I it. say... 
hey, I'm cute, you're cute, together we could be really cute, and then I'll put my fucking number, text me, but, and then I'll get a text, but the fit this is what you gotta do, once you get the number, you're not gonna text your back anything normal, like, hey babe, or how's your day going, you're gonna gonna literally go to the bathroom, you're gonna have to get a fucking heart on, Okay. <laughs> and you're going to pull down your fucking pants. You're going to take a picture of your cock and it's got to be throbbing. And you're going to just send the message, buddy. It's not bad advice, Fez. Right. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. You Trust me, we're every time, Fez. Like, you'll, she'll be like, that thick, juicy cock. When can I come suck it? And you're going to give her your address and you'll be like, tonight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's great advice, up. Fez. Fez, do you, in fact, have a fat, juicy cock? Hmm. Can, can I tell the night? What? <laughs> cannot tell or deny. He cannot tell or deny. I like how his idioms are a little off kilter. I like it too. Oh, you cannot confirm or deny. Ah, uh, there you go. That's okay. why. So, well, I, I, I have my doubts. But also, Fez, I would love to see him unleash a hundred messages saying, I'm cute, you're cute, together we can be cuter. Yeah, I agree. I think anything at this point, I think getting yourself out there, you got to listen to Martino here. You know, he's been through a lot, just like you have. Okay, you know what's funny? So, Danny, Leo, if you ever fucking, like, if you guys go on my Instagram, on my big boat, I, like, my quote is, throw fucking fish since 1995. Well, like, my next, oh my God. Hmm. we just broke up fucking, she was laying right here getting throw fucked for fucking a good hour. <laughs> oh, my God. When? <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing. I wonder why she broke up with him. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, what an unselfish lover. I mean, this guy will throat fuck a chick <laughs> for a full sixty minutes. How could she have been dissatisfied? Martino. Well, how is how's the dating life been for you in Canada, man? Better, bro. Like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, since like I've just been like back at the gym, just like focused on just like myself, like in just like I don't know, like really good actually, dude. Like. This past month, I went on, like, a date with, like, nine chicks. Like, trust me, I got laid with every single fucking one of them. It was just, like, it's either I got bored or <laughs> I, I, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? You don't believe me, but... I don't think I wish, Leonardo DiCaprio, if he had nine girls, one of them would get a flat tire or have yeah. a family emergency. Exactly. In this last, in one month? I mean, that sounds... <laughs> this This is a little fishy, Marty. Martino... So, you know what we got to do? We got to have like a McFly speed dating session or something like where we fucking come up. All your like, ideas involve you getting pussy. I know. it's in, You want to come down here and have, have us get you a bunch of pussy, dude. Leo, Dano, like you can just, you just grab my fucking phone and just like send the most belligerent fucked up shit. Like it'd be pretty fucking hilarious, yo. You know what? I'm down. I'm down to take your phone and send some belligerent fucked up shit. Actually, that, that sounds really fun. I will do <laughs> that for you, Martino. Hey, Leo, well, do you th- remember like? My text message, like when you're like, when I was like, more than me, I was like, should I just send you a picture of my nuts? Yeah, yeah, I remember that, dude. <laughs> Very funny, Martino. <laughs> it made me chuckle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Martino, it made me chuckle. You know, couldn't believe you sent that to me. You know, I was like, what's going on? And for anybody out there in maybe, I'm assuming you don't have Leandro's phone number, but no, he yeah. has an Instagram. It's very public. Yeah. He loves pictures of men's oh, testicles. Oh, no. Loves Please don't do this. this. You know, we, the last time you did this was, I, I believe, uh, you know, our boy Nico Villacres has got a lot of pictures of assholes. Remember that one? <laughs> Back in the day, we, uh, we we sent out... You could still do that, by the way. Nico does love a good picture of an asshole. So if you guys <laughs> really? want to send that over to Nico... You know, he's going through a tough week. He is. I think his dog's been disobeying him a little right, bit. Yeah. Uh, he's had a few bad hangovers. Mm-hmm. Send Nico an asshole pic. 
Send him an asshole bigot. Perks him right up, you know? <laughs> and uh, Martino, he films better. He films better after an asshole. It's so much better. So, yeah, go ahead and feel free. You know, nutsacks to me, not so much. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> not like um, I'll, I'll probably take a look if you guys send him over. So um, either way, Fez, Fez could enjoy. Fez, do you want some pictures of nutsacks? No, thank you. <laughs> Fez, you got to take whatever private party you can get at right this now. point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hot dignity. <laughs> Listen, this is his T-ball, Leo. Yeah, exactly. It's his teabag T-ball. At the beginning, you know, seeing any sexual organ can get you closer to the sexual organ of your choosing. Really? You know, it is. There's a theory behind it. Yeah, yeah Fez, before you go to space, they don't just strap you into a rocket. They take you to space camp and they put you on one of those gyro things where your chair gets flipped around. Right. right. You gazing at one of our 18-year-old fans' unshaven, <laughs> grimy nuts. Yeah. Is your gyro chair at space camp? It's it's uh, in high intensity training, you know, like hit training. You know about that high intensity interval training? Can it be yes? You know what I'm saying? A woman's organs, her vagina, her <laughs> vagina. You want some vaginas? There you go. See. No, Fez, it can't be vaginas right now. Not right now. Until you change yourself. Correct. You're gonna get to the point where you can see vaginas one day. Very slowly and but surely, you will get to the point where you'll see a vagina. Just like the YouTube gods are testing Marty McFly, the gods of pussy are testing you. Yes. Oh. They know you're not there yet. You're not ready yet. And yes. they're withholding. Yes. What Are you on heroin? No, I'm just really hungry. I haven't eaten since breakfast. I told you his blood sugar was low, bro. He probably had a giant breakfast, too. What'd you get? IHOP? Eight flapjacks? No, more like three pancakes. <laughs> Okay. You actually did ones. eat flapjacks this morning. Yeah. How did I know? Unbelievable. How much syrup did you have on those bad Free ones? sugar. Oh, what? Sugar free. Sugar free syrup. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just eating a stack of bread is fantastic for you. Was there powdered sugar? I'm sure there was powdered sugar. No, there wasn't. I don't believe him. I don't believe that you made the conscious choice after you already degraded yourself by going into a waffle house to use sugar free syrup. Is that even a thing? We should ask Marty McFly, I the syrup guy. I didn't even go to Waffle House. I was like, at home. Was you were at home. home. You made yeah. the pancakes. Yes, I did. Oh, wow. You eat pancakes for breakfast? Not every time. Sometimes it's oatmeal, cereals, or pancakes, flatjacks. Uh, what's the name of that square ones? Waffles? Waffles, there you go. You like waffles or pancakes more? Waffles better. Really? You didn't want to give yourself a birthday surprise? <laughs> you didn't want to treat yourself to some waffles today? Yesterday, I was having actually go with this. You should give him a blue waffle to eat. He would really enjoy oh, it. Oh, stop. A blue waffle? <laughs> no. Let's not talk you. about that. What's it's a blue disgu- waffle? It's, it's an STD that's yes. really disgusting. Oh. It yeah. turns your vagina your vagina blue. Your oh. vagina. It turns your vagina into a vagina. <laughs> into a vagina. That's right, dude. It goes from a vagina to a vagina, boys. Well, the good news is you don't have to worry about any STDs. All right. Well, should we say bye to Martino? Yeah, Martino, we're going to be in touch soon, man. I'm really sorry about your mom, but I'm glad you have a great attitude about it. I'm glad you're supposedly fucking nine out of nine chicks. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) That's the truth. Um, hey, honestly, I've been trying a bit hard, but you guys, like, let me know what's going on. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I look forward to keeping contact. Let's kind of plan something in the future next month or two. See what you guys are up to. And absolutely. Let's do something. Let's fucking go big or go home, I guess. You're definitely going to be in L.A. at some point, And we'll, we'll I, I think we can. Um, what is it? We can 
we can send him into like some situation that me and you might not want to go into. But, of course. But Marty. Yeah. I mean, he's only a felon in Canada. Yeah. Got a clean slate down here. Exactly. There's room to grow down here in L.A., Marty. So Definitely. we'll see you soon. We will see Definitely you soon. Wait. We'll All see right, you we'll guys fucking soon. Later, buddy. Yeah, later, Big Mart. All righty, boys. Thanks. We love you. See ya. The image of later, Marty. I just got the image of him walking into a hospital mm-hmm. with a hairnet, bloody gloves, oh. and he'd be like Robin Williams. He's got two bedpans on his feet, his shoes. <laughs> just an incompetent doctor who just killed somebody <laughs> oh. during open heart surgery. <laughs> oh, it didn't go so well. Oh. I was trying to attach the valves. I might have made an oopsie. <laughs> He's not a real human being, that kid, huh? Sound, it almost seems like he is somebody created in a lab as like a, a pranker gone rogue, never can get his videos out. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's, it's cute, though. I like that he continues trying. Hopefully, Savage Prank Films isn't dead in his heart. You know, it might be dead on paper. They never really filmed. They never filmed a prank. The second one they were filming after the, uh, he, he broke his leg on a prank, and it, those were the I'm two. I'm not pranks. sure that was a prank. I, I still don't really understand what happened in that skate bowl, but yeah. you know, hey, some things remain a mystery, Leo, and it's better that way. That's right. How was your weekend, buddy? Pretty good, man. I uh, I didn't do much, to be completely honest. You know, after that week of uh, doing a lot up in Virginia and West Virginia, I kind of yeah. wanted to hang out and just chill and do some. Some some workout, get healthy again, you know. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I will a- say you're you were pretty disciplined about working out on the road. I do. I, I think <laughs> you have a bias for vanity exercises, though. Yeah, yeah. If there's a nice mirror with a with some some ab lighting, you're always shirtless. Whenever we walk into a hotel gym, your shirt is on the floor before the door fully closes. Yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it's one of those. I, I've talked to Dino and Austin about this part of getting like big and getting in shape is looking in the mirror a lot and kind of willing it into existence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I've been trying mm-hmm. to get Fez's shirt off on your on your on your birthday. You want to take your shirt off on the pod on the podcast here on the uh, on the couch? I think it would help our fans a lot. You know, they want to see that going to happen. I think it's going to it. if you don't. I feel like one of his shirts one day, he might fall asleep in it and not take it off. And the next day, it'll just be fused to his skin <laughs> like an old tarp left over an Oldsmobile during Jackson the 1930s. Body, teach me shirt every day. Like, what if, your, what if your body fat, I don't mean to sound insulting here, Fez, what if it started consuming your T-shirts? Huh. And they just became Never one. Happened, so. Fez, have you ever thought about hiding something in your fat flaps and getting it into, like, something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a lady in a, they went to a White Sox game, a baseball game, and she brought in a gun in Chicago mm. to the oh, arena, crap. and it was in one of her fat flaps. You mean like right here? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. That's and not we're not saying thing. you bring a gun, but maybe you know Austin and Dino take you to some sort of card tournament, and they frisk you, and they make sure you have a regulation deck. You could sneak a Charizard in in your belly button there right there. Know, see, that, that might be an idea. That'll be a trump card, huh? Yeah, <laughs> drop yeah. that shit on the field of play. Like, yeah. Where'd you get that? Like, doesn't matter. It's clearly legal. It's right there. Bam. <laughs> what about you? How was your weekend, man? It was pretty mellow, dude. If I can, I went to a show at the uh, at, at, at the Ha Ha Comedy Club, nice. and uh, it was good. People were fucking hammered on the weekend nights. Yeah. No, I've heard that that's the case. It's a lot more jovial. Everybody was laughing. A lot, lot of yeah. big laughs. Yeah. Yeah, people were laughing. People were also heckling a lot, too. It got wow. fucking wild. Wow. But um, I, I guess we have our Wednesday show back. 
Really? Uh, maybe. Well, because the guy... So, Leo and I, we are... Ruman, our buddy who replaces it. Let me know if we can't talk about this. No, I don't know if we're can. jeopardizing yeah, we our relationship. No, not club. at all. Not at all. But we do a, an every other Wednesday show. Basically, you look at the calendar every other Wednesday. I thought indefinitely we were scheduled to do a show. Yeah. And we go in there... None of the management or owners are there. There's no supervision. Mm-hmm. We can say fucking anything we want on stage. It was a lot of fun. And we were getting a lot of returning people, you know, returners. You know, uh, people would go and be like, wow, this is wild. I'm yes. coming next week. Yeah. And it was always either half full or like three quarters full mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night, sometimes at 10 p.m. Right. The comedy club. Yeah. Really good turnout. We only had like one or two shows that were like, all right, there's, there's 16 people here. but. Right. We'll make it happen. It was usually a good fucking turnout. It was always a good turnout. And they, the lady there, I guess, Ruman or us, fell out of favor. One thing we haven't talked about on here is, on my Patreon, I posted a video where a fan, maybe we did talk about this on here, but if we did, or did not, rather, a fan popped over a bathroom stall wall while I was taking a piss with his smartphone and photographed my penis. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about this. So like briefly, but yeah, it's all on my personal Patreon. There's a whole vlog of it. But I come out to this kid. because He was a fan and I'd been super nice to him all night. At first, I asked him very kindly. Hey, man, can I can you delete that? Because it's just my little flaccid fucking wee wee, mm-hmm. which we know doesn't look good on the Internet, Austin. <laughs> and he uh, uh, he like is just he turns into a cocksucker all of a sudden. He's like, oh, yeah. no, nah, fool, get away from me, dog. And I see he has Instagram pulled up and it's queued into a story ready to go onto the web. Oh, yeah. There's no time for formalities anymore. I grab the phone out of the kid's hand. Nice. Yes. And he's hammered and he's cross-eyed and he's very Latino. Like, what's up? That's my personal property, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat your ass. And I was taking pictures and hugging this kid earlier. So I I look over and Leo's flagging me down because I'm going on stage right then. Mm-hmm. So I get up on stage and all... Anything I had planned is out the window. Of course, obviously, all I do for the next 10 minutes is just talk about the cockpit fiasco. And a huge, lots of laughs. It was a great set because of that. I mean, yeah. And I start recruiting anybody in the crowd who knows how an Android works. Because not only do we need to delete the main photo, we need to get into the cloud memory and delete everything there, too. Eventually, there's a fan of ours, Dante. Dante, yes. Dante comes through in the clutch dude wearing a button-up shirt, his haircut's immaculate, has a tech job. Mm. He fucking flips that thing open, deletes all remnants of my tiny little wee-wee, which (laughs) it was looking fucking bad at the time. And uh, so it's all good. It's all fucking good. Well, I guess the club owner caught wind of this whole story and is like, Oh, he cannot, the Danny Marlon, he cannot come to our club anymore because right. he, there's, I heard there was gay things happening. Yeah, they thought a lot of gay things were <laughs> happening. You know, there are, eh, you know, they're a little conservative, maybe you could say, or just old school. But yeah, they didn't want none of that gay shit yeah. around. Uh, so. so I was blacklisted for a couple of hours. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to talk out of a talk to, with a lady and I was like, listen, we had a lot of great nights in a row. A lot of people are buying drinks. You know what I mean? It's not, it was just one fan. That was kind of a near do well. It's not like the general consensus of all our fans are going to be like that. But, but they thought well. it was me who was doing gay shit. They yeah. thought like I was like, "Hey, buddy, pop right. over that stall and take a picky." Yeah, they thought it was like yeah. They thought like the the haha bathroom had become like some West Hollywood you know brothel yeah. where men would meet and take pictures of each other's penises. Not the case. 
Yeah. I, I was trying to empty my bladder and pee. There were more penises involved, too, because when they were going through the fans, uh, like, you know, his, his, like, deleted folder and all that, and this guy had a bunch of dick pics. Of course. There, right? Yeah, he had a ton of dick pics. From an assortment life. of men, too. <laughs> he did show me his limp penis afterwards. Mm. We, we're back after that then, but then this lady, she, I guess, an obscure character actor in the film Tropic Thunder. Maybe not that obscure. No, he was, like, one of the, uh, you could call him a lead in there. Oh, wow, lead. I didn't know like, that. Yeah, it was it was the guy with the booty juice. I don't know if you've seen uh, yeah. Tropic Thunder. You know, yeah. his name is Brandon Jackson, I think. And yeah, so he got Wednesdays out of nowhere. So they gave him Wednesdays. But I talked to some people at the Haha ha this Saturday night when I was there, mm. and this is all hearsay. And this is absolutely nothing against this guy mm. who had the Wednesday show. Oh, well, it's a let me you know we got our spot, so I'm a little bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I heard that quote management said they were never going to have him back again. Really? Yeah. No, we're we're back then. Sounds like it. I don't know what he must have done to have, because I mean, we, the last set I had at the haha, ha, I just went on a trans rant for the first five minutes of my set. <laughs> like you could do fucking anything. anything. So yeah. it really, the mind positively um, spins trying to dream up what this kid must have done on stage to oh, get yeah. banned. Oh yeah. See, the thing about this, when you're starting out in comedy, the only way to really get stage time is to produce your own show so this is what we were doing i mean it was it was kind of great danny would bring out it would be like a, an average of at least 20 fans there'd be like five to ten of my friends and then ruman would bring five to ten people and we got 30 people in there and then of course whatever other comics whatever other comics too. would maybe people would show up and all of a sudden we got 40 50 people then it was it was a great time for and there the were Wednesday. good comics on our lineups too yeah great comics man i mean like, there's a lot of good comics in la dude, blaustein you know? jay washington like some really good local guys absolutely and so we were like we were, you know, we, it was a good workout room. It was a good place to go and have some fun, like Danny was saying. So then that would get taken away from us. And it's like, now we don't have the connects yet, or, you know, we don't have, I don't have, I mean, there's about 30 groups of people like us trying to get in at like the improv or trying to get in some other places, the bigger clubs, you know. And we, we were kind of shit out of luck. We were going to have to like do shows at like fourth wall where there, there's no parking. Like Nishat, the, the nice little Muslim lady that comes to every one of our shows, she w couldn't walk. You know, we had to like walk her to her car after the fourth wall. It was a little bit of a sketchy area at, in, in a certain East Hollywood area uh -huh. where fourth wall happened. Yeah. So, and what you did to her in the dark was a little sketchier. It was than a little that. sketchier than, than anything than anything the homeless people were going to do. That's for <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? But Leandro Tavio, hey. the most dangerous prowler. Um, hey, put my picture up. But you know what? We might be back in good graces. You know what it is about the haha? Though they they like to make you know they like. If you're going to say that you're going to bring a lot of people, which he probably, I know he pitched them like a quite, you know, he probably pitched them uh, a very like fruitful Wednesdays. Like, you know, I'm going to have certain people out, certain amount of people coming out, you know, people. Ah, yeah. oh, shit, dog. Will Smith be dropping through this Hell bitch. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure he You think he overpromised and underdelivered, Leo? Guaranteed. That's the yeah. worst, huh? Yeah, that's what happens. That's most of people. In LA, that's a lot of people. That's the worst. People I mean, think about it from a girl's perspective. Yeah. When you're talking to a girl, like, I'm going to knock that bottom off, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat that pussy all night long. All right. And then you get there, like, eat, 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 eat. <laughs> 
just like you do in every sexual time. encounter. Oh yeah, dude. You are the king of sexually overpromising and underdelivering. Heavy sexting, crazy sexting, but then yeah, my mouth isn't going in near any of your sexual organs. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, so. mm-hmm. it is what yeah. it is. For in the sexts, the girls think there's going to be like a sexual Ringling Brothers right. axe where you're going to be <laughs> swinging from a chandelier, yeah. but then in reality. And this is going to be physical. I'm sorry for the listening audience. This is all Leo will do in a hookup. I'm the king, king of the castle, you know. Yeah, and then it's, you know, some women uh, enjoy pleasuring a very attractive man. Others, you know, others need a little bit more, you know, like the girl that once told me to get the fuck out. When I didn't eat her pussy, she gave me this. This was like 2016. I feel like I've told this before, but yeah, there was a woman I uh, hooked up with her. Might have gotten a blowjob. Me and my friends were were doing chinchilla nights, which was where the uh, original idea of wearing fur coats and going out to a bar came from. By the way, great idea. You guys want to have some fun at a bar? Wear some fur coats. You guys will get all the girls talking to you the, the entire night. So we took some girls home and. I, I got a blowjob, you know, it is what it is. And I'm lying in the bed with her. And then uh, she's like, you're going you're gonna to eat my pussy? And I'm like, you know, I got to get to know someone really well before I do that. Was she so, that ugly? She, I don't really remember. This was like 2007, 16, something like that. Was this a last call hookup or did you no, put in she, some work? She wasn't that bad, but I just, you know, her, she was living in a shady apartment in Van Nuys. You know uh, what I mean? I the just, apartment was fucked up. Yeah, it was the, might have been the apartment, dude. Huh. See, which goes to say, which, you know, goes to figure maybe girls will be down to like not use condoms in area. If you have the better apartment you have, the less likely a girl is to, to want to use a condom. You know, it's kind of the same idea. Like, the nicer apartment a chick has, maybe more likely to eat her pussy on the first. I feel like especially with chicks, because, I mean, if a, a girl comes over to a guy's place and it's disgusting, but he's in his 20s, that's pretty par from the course. Yeah. I mean, when you used to come over to my old Thurman Avenue house, mm. the bathroom had <laughs> caked shit, oftentimes up underneath the rim of the toilet, outside of the toilet, impossibly. Yeah. The floors were all filthy and full of dust bunnies. Mm. And I was 29. I think I lived in that house when I was 30, 31, maybe even too. But with chicks, we expect them to have this unrealistic level of hygiene, both personally and in terms of their living space. Correct. So when you go back to a chick's house and she's living like an illegal immigrant who pushes a taco (laughs) cart. (laughs) <laughs> that can be a little bit of a turnoff. And I'm, it's not fair, ladies. It's, it's not, not fucking, because guys fair. are fucking slobs. Yeah. Women are so much on the whole cleaner. Oh, yeah. But, um, like, I, I saw a girl walking at UCLA, not too, or in Westwood not too long ago, and I was just hanging out, who she was wearing mismatched socks. Oh, boy. And you were like, oh, that's disgusting. And not a Wilson and a Nike or a Reebok and an Adidas sock, but they're both white tube socks that come up to the same place. One was a black ankle sock and one was one of those tube socks with two blue stripes on it that your dad wears. Oh, come on. Her, her vagina, like, you know, hygiene, it's gotta be off. She's not taking her probiotics. No, I mean, it's, it's gotta be smelling a little bit. A hundred percent. And you could tell she wasn't doing, she wasn't some indie photographer girl who was doing this consciously. Yeah. You could tell this girl, girl just did not have her shit together right and her laundry was in a pile growing mold much like dino's <laughs> yes true now fez for you if you encounter a girl with a smelly vagina you're gotta go you gotta go in there it oh. doesn't matter for you oh come at on at this point you say yes to anything if the thing if it smells like four day old salmon that you've left out in the sun 
well, from your your you know your I don't know your sushi that you might pick up at like Ralph's. You know, I know you like Ralph's sushi. If I you do. got some Ralph's sushi, you leave it out a couple of days and you smell that. If that's what you smell, and you go go deeper. All right. Holy you, shit. You're in a penal battalion right now. Yeah. You're one of the Russians they used to sweep minefields. Like <laughs> you don't have the right to say no. Mm-mm. This is a prescription from Doctor Leo and Surgeon Mullen. Yeah. When you hook up with a girl, you have no reason. For backing out whatsoever. I don't care if there's a dead child in her bedroom. I don't care if when she spreads her legs, some sort of animal comes out of her pussy and goes, yeah. <laughs> you fucking take whatever that thing is, yeah. stomp on its neck, then fuck her. Yeah, dude. Just letting you know, man. For the future, worrying about smelly vaginas, that's like next tier. You know what I mean? Like at the beginning, you take whatever, the fat chicks smelly chicks yeah you got to take all of them before you get to the point where you can be picky you know like hey you know what i'm not gonna eat this girl's pussy she, i already got a blowjob she told me to get the fuck out hey she this her quote unquote was uh well then you can get the fuck out and yeah. i was like oh okay well <laughs> yeah have a good one you can't be the guy who says no to eating pussy nah, you, right now you gotta think of it this way fez you are the guy who's coming out of a rehab clinic in a halfway house mm-hmm. and they put you in a jobs program and you said, hey, uh, any news on my job interviews or my job search? They say, yeah, we actually found you something. You say, oh, good, what? They say, you're going to be cleaning toilets in the local penitentiary for five bucks an hour. Mm. And you're going to say, <laughs> fuck yes, give me the toilet wand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Leo? Oh, yeah, dude. Let's put it in terms you might understand. You know the at Home Depot where the Mexicans, they hang out in front and they go, they try to get jobs? That's right. So sometimes, you know, you have the contractors who speak Spanish and they're like, anybody have any tile experience or anybody any has concrete experience? No, you are just the guy that gets in the back of the truck where they need to dig a hole for a pool or mm-hmm. maybe even just take trash out of you know maybe you're just demo duty Uh where you go in and you're just taking trash out of an old house and putting it in a truck you know what i mean you're doing the dirty the dirtiest job there is when a raccoon dies in the drywall Mm -hmm. you're the guy who reaches in and grabs its tail (laughs) and gets the corpse out yeah and there might Uh, be maggots there might be maggots there might be some some worms you know getting in its guts you know at the at moment because it's been dead a couple days you know and there's mm-hmm. a smell there's a stench to it mm-hmm. you got to get used to that stench my friend you're the guy who let's keep this analogy going mm-hmm. the series of analogies <laughs> you're the guy in super mario world in the very first level who just charges at mario half-heartedly like <laughs> and mario just kills him yeah mario just kind of jumps up and stomps <laughs> on its head that's you get that right that's you, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you see a black woman with urine trails down her inner thigh, clearly homeless, oh, no. living next to a dumpster over here, you should ask her if she wants oral. Yeah. I would say that Thanks, the best man. thing you could do for your future, Fez, <laughs> is to go around and just offer up your mouth to any old hag that might be living on the streets. <laughs> And there's going to uh, be a lot of them. Honestly, some of them aren't that bad, dude. You should probably go up and eat Marty McFly's mom's pussy. Yeah. Holy crap, you really... <laughs> she needs it. She needs an escape from reality, Fez. And who are you to deny her? Who are you to deny any pussy at this point? Fez, like, I mean, Dino... Looking gay. Dino's pretty trigger-happy with accusing people of being gay. Mm-hmm. Dino, don't you think this guy's borderline gay? He hasn't hooked up with a chicken ever. Oh. <laughs> You're not mic'd up, so I can't hear you. What's How is he not as gay as me? 
Well, another guy was getting blown while I had sex with a girl when I lost my virginity. I was not with him sexually. You weren't with him and you Well, I feel like he had that fact queued up. I, I feel like he thinks about that a lot. Of course he does. Yeah. He thinks about like every gay thing you've ever done or everything that he thinks is a little <laughs> uh-huh. gay. And those are the only things floating around. Yeah. Said. Or he, that's what he logs with everyone. Sure. Every, anyone hanging around. What's the gayest thing I've done? Sure. Do you know? Okay. Molest Neil? Neil, father. Oh, Neil. I molested father In a video, right? Oh, I did. Or was it extracurricular? Technically, I did molest him in a video. That's true. Yeah, that's all Dino has. That was pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Dino is a MacBook with two terabytes of memory, Mm -hmm. and gay incidents are occupying 1.75. At least. At least. Well, Leo is hella gay with all the shirtless those are gay. I've told Leo I disagree I, with those. I do. I say quarterly I have to do that. It's just like one of those things. It's like, you know. You, oh, yeah, dude. You know what? There's still a percentage of fans that are not following for anything other than a good ad pick. All right. And that's my job is to appease them quarterly. All right. The rest of the time, it's for the boys. Did our boy Javon Kinlaw like that? So he didn't like it, but he followed me right after I posted that picture. So we, I have a big follow. Big 49ers, and I mean, in size, too. This guy's a monster. And Six he, foot eight. He is the godfather of the LDN. Oh, he is. You guys, King Croc very quickly stole, I'll say it, plagiarized yeah. from Javon Kinlaw, the little dick N-word. Yeah. yeah. He called the Mr. Woodruff the ghost hmm. in our Louisiana Halloween video a, a little dick enter. Yeah. Well, Javon Kinlaw... I mean, it's almost worth pulling up the clip again. It is really maybe mine and Leo's favorite thing. It's unbelievable. Let's pull it up, dude. You know, the fans need to, to go on this journey with us. They do. And they've been on it before, but it's it's worth repeating. It's Javon worth Kinlaw. Repeating. And you guys, we got to give Javon, I know we've done this before, we got to give the guy his props because, well, it's going to be a breakout year for him. Yes. I think he's playing on Sunday, yeah. and he needs the regime support because he signed on with a journalist who was talking smack onto a Zoom call. Yep. Javon Kinlaw changed his own handle on Zoom to MF, as in motherfucker, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to tell this guy he had a little nutsack and a little dick yes. and call him the N-word. Yes. It was unbelievable and something that we all hope to do one day to our, to our online haters. You know what I mean? Boy, would I love to do that. Javon you know? Kinlaw, 49ers interview. Yeah, you could probably take that part out. Javon Kinlaw, 49ers interview. There it is. There we go. Right there, dude. And I love that it's still on this guy's... Uh, it's still on Grant Cohen's YouTube channel, which you gotta love. What you get out of doing this? Mm-hmm. What you get... What satisfaction do you get out of this, fam? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Answer my question. What satisfaction uh-huh. do I get out of analyzing the 49ers? A lot. Man, you analyzing people like they not human, fam. Like, oh, this dude this, this dude that, this dude this, this dude that. Man, I understand that's your job, but like, bro, you got to go about this thing a different type of way, bro. Hold on. You got to go about a this a different type of way, bro. I mean, I don't want to say on, it, but Javon Kinlaw's probably got a What's mess, Venus. What did I say about you that you, <laughs> that you object to? Man, all this shit you talking, all this back and forth, all this bickering, 
all this. I was in the training room today. Man, the training room is nowhere near the field. Man, I looked at you. You looked at me. You pulled your shades up, came walking over a little bit, not walking to me. You walked up a little bit just so I could make sure that it was you. I walked over. I approached you, put my chest on you, on your side. Damn. You turned towards me. Mm-hmm. And that was the rest of the story, fam. <laughs> Hold on, stop making it seem like stop making it seem like I came about you at a cowardly way. I came out you man to man, brother. Put some respect on my name, bro. You don't know me. You don't know where I'm from, bro. Put some respect on my name, brother. I'm a man just like you. My nuts Hold is on. bigger than yours, brother. I respect on my name. What I said about you. My balls is bigger than yours, brother. Put some respect on my name. All right, all right, Jafar. Put some respect on my name, brother. Stop talking about me like I'm a like I'm an animal or something, brother. What did I say about you? Don't worry. Don't worry about Don't worry. none of that. Don't worry about Don't none of that. You already know. Javon, you're, you're going to come on my channel. You want to try to bring me hardcore not... facts, bro. Javon, you're going to come in on my channel no and tell me what to say and what not to say. You should have some You should have some posts. What I said, bro. Nobody fucks with that. Nobody fucks with you. You don't even understand that. Nobody fucks with you, brother. You need to go find mean? a new job. Nobody fucks with you. What does that mean? What you mean? What it mean? Nobody fucks with you. <laughs> Are you sure? Nobody fucks with you, fam. And the only reason I'm getting on here stooping to your level this low is because I feel like it got to be done. Somebody got to do it, and it's going to be me. Yeah, Somebody yeah, got to press you, fam. You like to come on here and try to bully people on the internet. But when I press up on you in fucking person, you fucking shaking like a coward, voice lighter than my fucking baby, fam. What's up you with think that? I'm of you, Javon? What's up with that, fam? You think I'm scared of you, Javon? Fam, I don't give a fuck if you are or not. All I know is when I walked up on you, your fucking body temperature was fucking cold as ice. Great <laughs> bitch. Body temperature? Great bitch. Your fucking balls shriveled up. Little <laughs> dick nigga. Hey, Javon. <laughs> do you think playing with me, bro? Javon, do you think you're representing the 49? Fucking Javon Kinlaw, baby. And he, fo- he gave Leo a follow, dude. I'm Damn, so hyped. Yeah, I'm dude. so hyped. At some point, Javon's going to come out and do a video with us, dude. I see it. I see it in the future, man. Hopefully, he whips Fez's ass into shape, dude. That'd be amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You think you'd call Fez a little dick enter? I mean, at some point, yeah. <laughs> I would like... I mean, Fez, you would have to be completely naked in training with him <laughs> in order to like kind of like... It, it would help you grow as a human being, you know, if you're just completely naked and this man <laughs> is yelling at you. You know, there's he, no way. There's no way to grow unless yeah, he's yeah. a defensive tackle. Actually, uh, so he would be. I think we do this. I hand you the ball. I'm wearing full pads, full helmet. You're butt naked. <laughs> the only thing I'll allow you to wear is a headband, and you have to try to run the ball past Javon Kinlaw. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's wearing cleats in a 49ers uniform, and you're just fucking naked. Great. What do you think about that? How much do I have to pay you to do something like that? Not enough, obviously. I think <laughs> there's a price. Is there a price? No price for that. There's got to be a price. Humiliation. You nation. need some humiliation, dude. Well, I mean, already, quit acting like you're this... Uh, I, I mean this respectfully, Fez, but right now, the way you make your money is basically begging the government. So let's not act like this is any more demeaning. Okay. Well, I think we run it by Javon. Leo, you want to pull up a text message or I, uh, a direct message? Run? I, I could easily run this by Javon, but my, my thing to you is, are you going to handle it okay? Or are you going to just, are you going to cry? Are you going to piss your pants? I wouldn't cry. But... You wouldn't have pants on. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jamal might be pissed if you piss on the gridiron. No, no thanks. <laughs> Look, you, you know, you've told me that you've had your altercations with like your parents, right? Your mom. Your mom is is kind of upset at the lifestyle that you lead, correct? Yes. All right. Well, there is. What what kind of lifestyle is that? The homosexual one? Is it? <laughs> is that what it is? Because a Latino mom would not be happy. Does she ever? Has she ever? Like accused you of being gay? <laughs> well, it's been occasions, but I appreciate you. There has occasions. So your mother has accused you of being gay before. because she thinks that uh, I guess I uh, have mostly guy friends. I don't have any female friends. She's so. right. That's that's actually kind of straight. I don't know. To have guy friends? Yeah. I mean, if you were I'm hanging out with them. all chicks, like, oh, Diana, we go see the new Snow White soon. <laughs> and then you'd be, that'd be a dead to rights gay guy. I know where you're coming from, though, because my father would always tell me the same thing. Like, when I was, like, in high school, he's like, you're not going out. You're not going to any of your friend's house. But if there's a girl you need to go on a date with or something, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of like the general kind of consensus with your mom? Was she always like, if you, why don't you hang out with girls a little bit more? I mean, she doesn't care who I hang out with. She just worries the, to know what I'm around with. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. So. I don't know what he's saying. What's he's, he saying? She's, well, it, it was in broken English, Danny, but it was like <laughs> when I, she worries when I am around. That's who she worries about who he's hanging around. You okay. Know what I mean, who, who is kind of making, you know, I mean, I get it, dude. She probably thinks that you're, you know, a well-to-do, you're a nice gentleman, right? If, if for example, the only friends that hung out at these card games were flaming homosexual twinks that <laughs> like to go to West Hollywood, you might be going to Blazing Saddles on a random Tuesday, you know what oh, I mean? And no getting way. hammered with your friends. You wouldn't go to a gay bar if your friends were like, no way. What if your friends were like, there's a, a card tournament at Blazing Saddles in West Hollywood? Are you going to go? I'm pretty sure those worlds don't exist. <laughs> you know, gay bars are actually like the easiest place for a straight guy to get laid because it's, checks have their guard down. Yeah. Would you use that logic and go to a gay bar? Huh. You Never could. About that. Yeah, you know, true. it's genius. I went to the Abbey one time. Yes, I was sexually assaulted at the Abbey, but I also happen. did pull a lot of numbers when I was there. <laughs> I probably have to hit 10 All right, for sure. Yeah. All right, well, we've been going for a while, folks. You know what? This has been a really interesting experience. We got to talk to Marty McFly, one of our great, great, I don't know, he's in the lore. He's in Leo and Danny show lore. He He's okay. You know, if you if you can help his mom out by giving a kidney, do it. Mm -hmm. Right now, all we know is that it's it's a blood type, you know, and, uh, and of course, we got Fez. We got a lot more to do with you, buddy. Wish Fez a happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, happy Fez. Birthday, Fez. Happy thirty eighth. You do look young, man. If you lost that weight, you would look like you're, dude. You would be a pussy machine if you lost that weight. Dude, if you I, got in shape, lose two pounds. So I'm two fifty five now. Two ninety five. Two ninety five. Yeah. Okay, two Hell pounds yeah. is you just drank a little bit less water today. A little less soda, huh? I actually had no soda today. Let's go, oh, oh, dude. That's, that's gonna, huge. He's going to snap that when he gets home. It's going to happen. I anymore. hope not. No Dr. Peppers, <laughs> no Coca-Cola for you, buddy boy. <laughs> Either way, it's been really interesting. Uh, we love you guys. Subscribe to the Patreon. Leo, we get another episode. Last week, we did some crazy prank phone calls. Uh, we also talked to you guys on there. We have long conversations with all our fans and get to know you guys. So check that out. Love you guys. See you next week.